0: Welcome to your Photography Mentor podcast, a podcast
1: dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now, here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman.
0: Hey, hey folks, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hang on a second. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Your Photography Wait Wait Mentor Was I Not podcast. On The
1: Screen Was I Not On The Screen Because That's A Deal Breaker
0: No You're On The Screen Man you're, Okay You're On okay. The Screen It's All Good It's All Good um, I Was Making Sure That We Were Unmuted uh, Welcome To The Your Photography Mentor Podcast <laughs> um, Rich Coleman With My With My Host Rich Coleman My Co Host How Are You Doing Today Sir
1: I'm Doing Great How Are You Doing David I'm Doing Great Good, great. Hey, you look fresh. You, remember- you look awesome. I mean, you look great. I mean, you always look great. But I'm saying, like, you you feel. I feel like you look great. Like you feel peppy.
0: Thanks. <laughs> it's because it, it's we're we're hosting all sorts of family and guests and stuff the last um, couple of weeks, and um, perks and- of living at the beach, bro. And I got to get, yeah, it's it's funny. It's like you, I saw this sign once that said, like, you never know how many good friends you have until you have a beach house. Um, so, pretty, it's pretty funny. No, but we, we literally, we only have um, family staying at our house. And then we have some very close friends who are like family with only like one or two kids that have, have stayed at our house. <laughs> um, but, anyways,
1: hey, and, I have me, a and, for and you. me with no kids, me with no kids. Don't worry. You're, I'll you're, babysit. You're coming.
0: Yeah, sounds good. sounds good. Hey, do you remember when plastic surgery was kind of like a taboo subject? You know, but the, the thing is, is now you mentioned Botox and no one even raises an eyebrow.
1: I get it. Do you get it? I get, get it, Botox.
0: Uh, I like it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, Rich. Quick three. Quick three. We, Tell we, me, we.
1: Let's, let's one, two, three it, man. What's the quick three again?
0: You have to remind me. Quick three
1: is where we about just about. like bring up three like current ish events in the photography world. Like, let's say the R5 dropped today. We could talk about that. Mm. But since that didn't drop, you bring, I'm up, gonna, you bring up something. I'm going to bring up something. <laughs> this is the, the Godox Flash, the Godox mm-hmm. TT600. As mm. somebody who is a huge Yun fan, I'm like pretty pumped on this flash. So, as the camera nerd between the two of us and the guy that like makes things and takes things apart. I couldn't be more happy with this like $50 flash. It blows my mind cuz the Yunio used to be that cheap and now they go up to like 99 bucks because of how much we tell people to buy them. So, yeah. If you're Must looking be, for a mu- great speedlight, this is it.
0: It's your it can be your go-to. Your go 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 do. Tell us how to sp- go do.
1: Tell us how to pronounce it. <laughs> tell us. I please. don't know. Is it
0: Godox? Is it Godox? Godo? Yeah. I don't know. And David, I'll have to Godot and look, look for it. What's up?
1: You give me one more and I'll end with the, the last top three or what's new or whatever we're going to call mm-hmm. this little segment. Anything.
0: You know what? This is, so this is, this is interesting actually to me because I'm passionate about sunglasses at this point. When I say passionate, meaning I have two pairs and one of the pairs was scratched for the last four years because I forg- I kept on. So here's the deal. I buy Maui Jim sunglasses. These ones are actually scratched. These are awesome. Here's my sunglasses. Okay. Um, they're awesome. but they take a pair. These, these ones are a little scratched. They're like three or four years old, something like that. I bought these when my other ones were too scratched because I had dropped them too many t- times and one of the one of the lenses cracked. I think they're stronger lenses now. Um, but Maui gyms have like the most incredible, uh, I'm not, not paid to say this, I just freaking love them. They have the most incredible polarization, I think, in the world. Um, That I've seen, it's just they're mind blowing. It's like when you're looking at the water, it's like I feel like angels are singing. It's just incredible, and they're like the way I describe them is they're like a massage in your eyes. I say that because I had my first pair, which I don't have here, and um, and it was amazing. They broke, and I got so lazy, I like didn't even send them in in time for the warranty because they have like a two year warranty. It's been four. It's been on my to do list for four years. (laughs) Like like, I have no idea what's been on my to do list. it's been on my my to do list for four years to just send the sunglasses in to get the lenses replaced because I've heard their customer service at Maui Jim is awesome. So I send them in, and they don't fix my lenses. They just send me a new pair, like a brand new pair, like the like not these my the other ones are like they've never been used. Like they're you know because mine are all scuffed up because I like scuffed like see all the scuffs there because I like I use them hard right. Um, I go paddleboarding at this and fall in the water and all sorts of junk. Um, they sent me a brand new pair, so I was just stoked. Like that's amazing customer service. I you concur. send them a repair, and it, you know, cost a few bucks for the repair, whatever it was. But you know, they're like two hundred fifty bucks brand new, so to pay whatever it was for the repair. It's like it was Apple like, Care Plus
1: for your glasses.
0: Yeah, and they just send me a brand new pair, and I was just like, "That's amazing! That's awesome customer service! That's what I'm talking about!"
1: So, anyways, what are these? Those? Were these were twelve dollars? These are twelve dollar polarized sunglasses on Amazon. <laughs>
0: So the argument there is, uh, is like, oh, if I, if I uh, you know, if I had expensive sunglasses, I would just lose them and they'd get scratched too. But the, the reality is, and I actually kind of thrash these, but they're really good. They're actually really sturdy. Because it's actual glass. Um, but, but like the rea- and this is with my wife too. She's like, ah, oh, my kids are going to, you know, I'm going to lose them or whatever. I'm like, if you spend money on something, you will take better care of it. Okay, if you spend good money on a camera, then you, some of you guys make the argument about cameras or lenses, like, no, 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 if you spend good money on it, you will value it more because you worked hard to earn the money to get that thing, right? Boom. I love it. Right? Um, hey, you know what? Um,
1: we were only on two, but that's fine.
0: That's on two. Go for it, the third thing because <laughs> we got some guess things to Look about. what
1: broke. Look what broke yesterday on me or the other day. My Apple Watch. Ooh,
0: watch out. Ooh. It just what popped. Look?
1: The battery popped and the screen popped off. Oof, this is anyway. an apple watch version one that i've had since the day it came out so it doesn't owe me anything mm. it was covered under an extended warranty up until four years but it's five years old so tech uh, thing number three is i have a, a new apple watch coming to me hopefully
0: nice well then the, so i have generation four i think
1: yeah they only it, made that for generation a little bit. five now they're at generation oh, really? five now mm-hmm. okay. that was the shortest so, run apple watch they made is that you're wearing
0: Oh, I, I like it. Um, I, I didn't have an Apple Watch because they weren't waterproof, you know, until Generation 4. Like, that was the first time they were like, hey, waterproof to X Proof. amount of feet or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, well, no, I go swimming and surfing with it all the time. So it's, it's been great. But because but, they've been water resistant before. But the Generation 1, could you even put it in the sink? Bro, like, I, I, even, I, like,
1: I surfed and I went in the water with it all the time. Okay, I had heard that those were like
0: no, 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 you don't want to get in the water. I mean, I
1: wouldn't do it you know. now that the screen is popped off, but this thing actually works. And the battery blew up, which 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 popped it up, popped it off. Mm. It was just mm. a sad day. Like I I just told somebody, like man, I have the Apple Watch version one, and it's the best watch I've ever had, and I don't, I didn't, I never need it. And then like two days later, yeah. boom, dead.
0: Oh, sorry, man. You know, I I haven't wore a watch. I just got this watch. Uh, I think a year ago, whenever it came out, it's the first watch I've had. I didn't have any of the other generations of Apple watches or Fitbits or anything. First watch I've had since I was like, I think eight. So a long time, almost like whatever the math is, 22 years or something. Uh, or no more than that. Like 28 years. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to right now. Um, you look but great. I love it. it it's, it, I love it, man. I, I love, I have the weather right here. I have like my timer for when my kids go to timeout. Cause that's like all the time right now. I'm like, go to timeout. I'm like, it's like one button, click that, click one minute. It's like that's like what I that's literally the why you have my like my Apple Watch because I like can time my kids in timeout because because otherwise I'll like I'll be like go to your room and go to timeout and I like forget and my kids like dad crap like crap <laughs> like, that's, that's um, awesome. but only for like three minutes but anyways um, three hours yeah it's just the, it's just the middle child that I forget so it, it's fine yeah who cares about
1: them <laughs> oh uh, man I've noticed uh, that the Apple Watch makes me not so glued to my phone like. If I have my phone in my hand, I'm obviously going to be like on Facebook or something. Like, if I have my phone, I'm going to make up some BS excuse to be on it. But with my watch, I have it set to like do not disturb and only text messages come through. So it's not like Hmm. I'm reading a text, hanging up on that text, and then playing on Facebook. It's like I get a text, I don't need to answer it. It's David, dismiss, (laughs) and just like keep playing with my family. (laughs) So I actually get more FaceTime with my kids having an Apple Watch.
0: I, I can I can see that argument. I um I I kind of agree. I like um, I like it for that reason too because I feel like I'm less time on my phone, sort of. But does it or does it just remind you of taking the lumbar support out? Um, or does it just remind you that you know you need to go do something? I don't know. I guess it's an argument because a lot of times these days we are too distracted by our phones or by our technology. You know, and we have a pretty good like need- face
1: down chi charge rule at the house. Like the phone gets put on the counter. It's like, we never said that, but that's like what we both do. And my wife never answers her phone. Does charge face down? No. D- well, it. When it's face, okay. you know. <laughs> I,
0: was like, I was like, really? I was like, I thought it had to charge in the back. Yeah, It's like, I've I been mean doing it wrong. And my wife
1: might as well not have a phone because if I, if I call her right now I get, and she's 20 feet or 30 feet in my house that way, she won't answer. Right. Because yeah. she's taking care of the kids and the phone's on the charger, which is kind of an unwritten rule.
0: Yeah, I, I get you. Um, But after 11 years, after 11 years,
1: I still do what she says, man. I do everything she says.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Well, today, so a couple things, some really exciting things coming up. Speaking of like Apple technology and products and stuff like that, if I ever get my act together and finish it, I'm in the process of filming. uh, Truth be told, I haven't started filming yet, but I've been planning a brand new iPhone photography course. I'm saying this publicly because I want you guys to remind me and keep me accountable because... It's been crazy with like you know family visiting. I haven't been able to film this yet, um, but I'm going to make a brand new iPhone photography course. Uh, I think I think I'm calling it iPhone Photography 101. I think is what I think is what we're calling it um, very soon, and it's going to be it's going to be awesome. My idea for the course. I'm saying this publicly so I'm like y'all can hold me accountable. So we have I'm to like, do oh, it. I have to yes. do. So we have to do it because if you say something publicly, then you have to do it, right? Um, my goal is that the course would be about an hour long. You know, like so that it's because my previous iPhone photography course—I don't even remember—but it's really outdated. It's five or six years old now. Um, I think it was like five or six hours of content. I forget. It was eight modules, so it was just like really robust. And it was just too—it was just too in depth, in my opinion. Um, And technology has changed so much. And a lot of the stuff that I find myself using with my iPhone uh, is—is actually the stuff that's built into the camera uh, and built into the editing stuff. Like I use Snapseed still. But it's way better than it used to be, and it's easy to, like, quickly do stuff and quickly do changes and stuff like that. So, anyways, I, I feel like it's time for me to remake that course, and um, and it's going to be available for our photo mentorship students. Um, That's awesome. Probably exclusively inside the photo mentorship. So, people who, you know, all of our photo mentorship students, you guys will get first access to that iPhone photography course, and maybe no one else will get access to it.
1: Maybe it'll mm. only be for our monthly members of photo mentorship. And if you want to make it shorter, David, I could just film. I mean, I could just teach it. If you want it to be really short, like about eight minutes long, just be like, Rich will film this course. That's my superpower is <laughs> taking are you, are you two-hour-long content it? and making it into 30 minutes. <laughs> concise, though. Yeah. Concise.
0: Very concise and lots of punchy
1: one-liners. Do you want to
0: give them context to what we're talking about?
1: We can, but I thought this would be – We don't mean, have we'll, to. We don't we'll have no, to. No, let's, let's do it. I, I want to. But what we need to do, because we've talked about it, let's give away – Let's give away a Godox because we love. I, I'm I'm falling in love with the brand. The more I use it, let's give away mm. a, God, a Godox strobe because I see two mm. behind your head. Let's do that today for a all strobe you have to, or a flashlight or a Let's speed give, light, let's give away saying? the let's give away the strobe, man. Let's go. All, let's ball out. It's not okay, my money. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do to win this light that David's paying for <coughs> is share this podcast right now, and our team will run your name through a automated generating. Thing and pick somebody that shares this but because i like giveaways so here, david i want to give and talk about a little bit i want to give away the photo mentorship what are your thoughts on that
0: Ooh, you're going to give away the whole thing uh yeah let's do it we'll we'll give
1: we'll give that away i love that um, you're genuinely surprised because i just i literally threw that at you like a boomerang
0: i know i was like oh that, that's a great idea are we going to give away like how, how much time are we giving away because it's a membership. Are we giving away like a month or two months, three months, a year? What are we doing?
1: What do you want to do? It's your, it's your business. Like I said, I'm just the guy in the black v-neck that gives stuff away. Six months free mm, access. Yes. You can learn everything.
0: Six months. That sounds great. And you great. might, and you might
1: actually get to see my course that is way too concise. <laughs>
0: um, no, it's going it's, it's to be great. Hey, I put up the Godox light on the screen. Um, so this is the Godox. Light. So I'm actually, Rich, I need to get this. kit. Can you all send me this kit? Um, can you all like the whole today? Whole today okay. it'll be it'll be it's a, it's shipped to, to you thing. from B and H today, sir. Um, sweet, yeah. Because because I have a a live webinar on Thursday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Is that correct? Thursday at 11 a.m. Central Time correct. this coming week um, about studio lighting. I think we're calling it a studio lighting masterclass. And I want to demo these lights because I've heard they're amazing. Because my lights are probably a little outdated. But anyways, we're gonna give away this hundred nine dollar strobe, an amazing studio strobe, uh, to one of you guys who share this. Um, you know, live recording of our podcast. Um, and so uh, to so win it, what do they community. have to do? All they got to do is just share. Share. They just got to share. If you're watching this live, you can share it on Facebook and then um, one of you guys is going to win that. And then we're going to give away that whole kit. Um, I'm going to share my screen again for a second. We're going to give away that whole kit. It's it's over here. Uh, give away that whole kit uh, where you get, here, here's the kit. We're going to get two lights, a bag, and a. Uh, wireless trigger and transmitter, trigger um, receiver, as well as like, a bag. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's awesome. You know, it's like, it's got all this stuff in it. It's really amazing. Um, it's got two of these lights and they're, they're good. They're a good amount of power. And the cool thing about this light here is that you can actually, sorry, not the light. Ooh, there we go. Uh, the cool thing about this uh, transmitter is that apparently you can control the power of the light remotely because it, it just like connects to your hot shoe. And you can control the light, the power of the light remotely. So that's really cool. Cause if you're wanting to control the light that's raised up super high on the other side of the room or something like that, you don't have to lower the light, change it. You can literally just push buttons and, and do it. So, and, we're it gives you a digital lighting dis- and it gives
1: a digital display. So you're not like guessing. I know like, for like a long this technology yes. used to suck. It used to be like, push this button nine times per stop. So you're sitting there counting like one, two, three, like you're counting to 18 to move the light up to twice as powerful. It was awful. Right. And you were guessing. You didn't know. You were like, Oh, I know.
0: And you're like, Oh, I stopped, you know, cause it's the stuff.
1: But I mean, so, to be yeah, honest on with Thursday, you, like, this is a really that? cool webinar to check out because photo- I'm just going to be mean. Cause I'm, I'm Rich Coleman. You're your go-to mean guy. Like lighting scared the hell out of me when I first started because I didn't understand explicit it.
0: rating now. Now we have an explicit beep. rating on our podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't give a beep. Okay. I have, a, I have that <laughs>
1: sound effect somewhere. But – and you'll, okay. you'll hear a lot of photographers say, like, I'm natural only. And they kind of use that as, like, a cockiness factor. Like, oh, I'm natural light mm, only. Mm. Here's the thing. There are certain situations in They're probably times. scared
0: to use yeah. studio strobes.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. And, and the issue is I would rather know how to use it and not ever need it than be in that moment where you need it and you don't know how to use it. Like, it's the worst mm. feeling in the world in the pit of your stomach to know you have to give your paying clients crappy photos. So knowing Mm -hmm. how to use a flash or a studio strobe and let it enhance your work is key. And that's what the webinar this Thursday is about. It's like taking this stuff that seems so complicated and bringing it down to a basic level for understanding. Because honestly, like David's repertoire of studio shoots is, like, ridiculous. Like, the five coolest shoots I've ever been on have been with David Molnar in a studio somewhere because it's just, like, amazing. And I'm setting up all these crazy lights. It's taking me two hours to put the stupid brand-new Westcott box together on the stupid disc. Like, every every fun shoot I've ever had has probably been with David because he was every so Every fun shoot you've ever had? Yeah. Because <laughs> you were so uh-huh. kind to bring me with you, this little kid from you're North Carolina. Sweet. You're sweet, man.
0: Um, well, so... We are, uh, we're are gonna So we're going to give that away at the end of this podcast. We actually have some really cool stuff. We're going to be talking about some of our first paying gigs on this podcast episode. So we're going to be giving away that studio strobe today, one of the strobes, and then we're going to be giving away the whole lighting kit on Thursday on our live studio lighting masterclass on Thursday at 11 a.m. And do we have a link? Maybe one of our team members can post a link or send me a link to where they can actually register for that live webinar. That's on Thursday. Um, and, and, um, I think, so, so if you have not shared yet, share away because we're going to be giving away a free, um, a free thing today. And, and then two, also we're going to yeah. give away, we're going to give away the photo mentorship right today, which is we're give it like away.
1: probably more valuable because every course you make is worth X and to watch them all. I mean, it's yeah. like a $6,000 value.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we're going to be giving away six months of the photo mentorship. So here's what it looks like when you. Uh, When you log into the photo mentorship, this is like your home screen. This is some of the, you know, some of the recent courses we had. You can go to learning tracks and all that stuff. But if you go to my library, you can go to courses of a cha and you can see all the courses that we have. And we have courses from other Amazing instructors like Emily McGonigal on Photoshop retouching and stuff like that. But look, we have Studio Lighting uh, Two Hundred One. If you scroll on the page a little bit, you'll find Studio Lighting One Hundred One here. And so we'll be teaching some of the best, um, some of the best lessons from that Studio Lighting One Hundred One course um, on this free training webinar on Thursday. Um, and so this course is really amazing. Poured my heart into it. And um, and then if you want to go even more in depth, then you could watch the Studio Lighting 201 course as well. But basically, members of the Photo Mentorship will get access, unlimited access to all of these courses, all of these courses that you're seeing, and um, they get um, presets, which are one-click editing presets each month. Right now, we have 70 Lightroom presets and five Photoshop overlays, so Ooh. we have 75. That you can get and see up here where it says 19 credits that's this test account is 19 credits every for every credit you have you can trade it in for a pack okay you can trade it in for one of these packs of resets and we have a ton of them and they're super awesome so Sunflare collection dreamy backlit collection astrophotography classic weddings you know uh Dramatic landscapes HDR perfection birds, you know, we have the ebony skin collection indoor maternity collection We have all sorts of awesome stuff So anyways one of you guys is gonna get free access to the photo mentorship And I think we should actually do that now do can we have our team pick one of you guys who shared that and give away I six will I, free I will that?
1: message them right now
0: So Kate Elkin is saying TPM is amazing um, Alana McKibben is saying photo mentorship is awesome um, Yep, you guys are amazing uh, so, so awesome. So we're going to, <laughs> Lisa Marie said, uh, uh, Lisa Broyles said shared 3 billion times. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Kate Elkin is
0: asking if it's 11 a.m. Central time, uh, Eastern time. It's actually 11 a.m. Um, central. It's 11 a.m. Central time. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Sorry.
1: All right. Um, we have a, we have a winner. Let me send that to you. So this buddy. is for,
0: for t- the photo mentorship free for six months to one of the guys. Okay, and um, yeah, fantastic. You Rich, you going to yeah? I'll I'll do. I'll, do you have do you have your do you have your sound effects ready? Oh, you have your sound effects I ready? Have. My okay. Oh, thank now, you I'll, for I'll, telling I'll, me.
1: I'll, my my flashlight's been on since we started. That would have sucked. You're flashing yep. us, huh? I'll, I'll drum roll. You can release. You can you can name the. Okay, winner. drum roll me. Drum roll me, David.
0: Winner of TPM, which is the photo mentorship, free for six months, where you get to stream unlimited access to all of our courses, and get unlimited questions answered from. Photography Mentors. The winner is...
1: Teresa Sullivan.
0: Teresa Sullivan, congrats. You have won. You don't have have to sell a van to get this. You just get it. (laughs) Ha ha! Well done, well done. Sorry, you're welcome. You the have to sell, sell a van. Oh, love it, love it. I need to sell a uh, uh, sandy minivan. Our, our minivan has not been vacuumed out since we moved here nine months ago. And it is so much sand and it, it's just unbelievable. But Teresa, you have won six months of the photo mentorship where you can get unlimited access to all of our courses and unlimited questions answered by photography mentors like me and Rich and Crystal and Brandon and Emily. It's going to be so awesome. So you guys are awesome. And well, then at the get, end of the podcast- You get to podcast, see my
1: face like five times a week. That's how lucky you are. That's not lucky at all.
0: Oh, just uh, No, but it's awesome because Rich, he takes such an amazing care of our students and all that stuff. Um, Sheila West is asking Rich when will we get the speedlight course. Bro, <laughs> soon. Bro. You're in the process of making it. You're in the process uh, of like making it it. It, to...
1: it. it was kind of done, and then I kind of needed to add to it. This is my first course, so I, I was nervous. I got I actually got an invoice for it, so I, I am now I'm now going to take over control of the edit process. So this will be good. Mm, that'll be awesome.
0: Um, So, uh, I watched your speedlight course and it was incredible. It was incredible. It was just 30 ish minutes and we wanted it to be, wanted to be, uh, have a few more examples in it. I got you. So we're, you're, so Rich is going to be adding just a little bit more, a little bit more in there. Did you get new (laughs) stickers or are those playing cards? What are those? No, they're stickers. Okay. Awesome. So you're going to stick them on our giveaway stuff that we give away.
1: Yeah. So if you're lucky enough to get something I give away on one of our shows, you get a I'm thinking about sticking one like on said tripod or flash, mm. and then like giving them an extra one just to as a gift. Like, here's my face, because the ladies love it, David. I don't know what's going on. They they do love it. They love it. They love it.
0: Hey, we should we should get to the content. What do you think of this um, of this podcast today?
1: Whatever we're doing, <laughs> whatever we're doing today, let's dive what, what? right in. Because I don't know the answer to this for you. I don't know. I don't know your. I know your story, but it's not like I held your hand, you know? So, so today,
0: excuse me. So today we want to talk a little bit about our first photography gigs, our first photography paid gigs, right? And so, so, so Rich, what was your first paid photography gig and how did it come? How much did you get paid? How how did it come about? Or if, unless there's information you don't want to talk about, but go ahead.
1: I was completely topless and I'm just kidding. I didn't know where we were going with that. So my first paid <laughs> gig is pretty funny. Um, I, I told it in my original story, but it's, w- it's when I realized I could make money taking pictures. So my first paid gig is kind of an outlier because I wasn't a business at all. It was the first mm. time I was like, oh, wow. Um, I was playing music. If you can see, I, I build guitars and play guitars. And I was, mm. uh, my band came in second place. We, I owned a short bus. So we drove that up to Virginia Beach, played Battle of the Bands, put our girlfriends in there, put our equipment in there. And like we came in second place, we won the cash prize. I think it was 500 bucks. So we paid everybody in the band, paid for fuel, and paid for a meal. And we each made $20 or something stupid. Mm. I had a film camera at the time. And thank God I had like ISO 800 film in my bag. And I shot pictures at this concert because the guy saw me with it. He said, when you're not playing, I want you to take some pictures. And I was like, sweet, perfect. I'll, uh, I'll, mail you, I'll send the pictures to you. And back then, Walgreens was putting them on a disc. Like, they would make your – they would develop your negatives and then give you a disc of digitals. And they mm. mailed me, like – it took, like, two months, but he mailed me a check for, like, 300 bucks for taking pictures for, like, three hours. Wow. And I was like, holy crap, like – I love playing music, but it paid me twenty dollars. I kind of love taking pictures and that paid three hundred for like the same amount of time. So I kind of wrapped my head around that, like how can I be visually creative and scratch that creative itch I've always had since I was a kid and make money at it? And I was like, holy crap, pictures are that. Like pictures can be that. And from there my first paid gigs were more along the lines of like shooting families and friends and then them like throwing me fifty bucks, hundred bucks. And uh, like, as I got confident and built a you know a portfolio and did the things that David and I are teaching you, that price just keeps going up and up and up, almost with no limit. Like, if you were to ask me at age twenty when I started this photo journey that I would bill five hundred dollars an hour, like normally, like, hey, Rich, come shoot my family. It'll take forty five minutes. Okay, five hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks. I would have laughed and be like, that's what my dad makes every week. Like, there's no way. So, it's been really fun and fulfilling to make money doing something that seems outlandish, that my parents didn't understand, that people don't get. It's been really like fun to succeed because when you tell people you're an artist, they kind of almost mock. They're like, oh, you're an artist. Like, you're not a real, you don't really work. So, the Hmm. moment that you can kind of own this craft of yours and start making money and start proving to those people. It's a really fun feeling. I mean, it's great. It feels good. Like I love what I do, and I get paid for it. That's incredible.
0: That's Ooh. incredible. So you had this, you had this moment where you were, you know, pursuing music, and you guys, you know, like the whole band was getting paid five hundred bucks, you know. And if you were doing it solo. Maybe you would have got paid more money than 20 bucks because you were, yep. y'all were splitting 500 bucks between like paying the gas, paying for food and then paying each band member, you know, and you had a hundred bucks, hundred bucks left to pay five fan, band members or whatever it was. Yeah. Right. Um, but instead you were able to do something that uh, people valued. I'm not saying they don't value music. Please don't. No, please don't but I mean, money. it was a
1: lot easier for me to make money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you were able to make more money just from doing that. That's, that's amazing. Um, you know, what's interesting is as I'm, as I'm actually thinking about it, uh, I was, I was literally thinking my first paid gig was something else and I was, and I was actually thinking about it more and I was like, oh, I actually know way it was that. So my, fir- my first paid gig uh, had to do with a concert as well. And then I, I've told, I've told my story about uh, my favorite band on the podcast, I believe, right? Maybe like episode two or something. Yep. um was that when it was episode 2 okay so for those of you guys who have been following along a little bit my favorite band growing up was a band called Switchfoot uh they're christian guys that played you know music that was you know had just some christian lyrics but they had crossover so you'd hear their 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 songs like dare you to move or uh meant to live stuff like that on mainstream radio and at the time um i was 18 19 years old and i wanted to photograph my favorite band and if you guys want to hear gosh my um, all these people are texting me at the moment um, at the time um, uh 18 19 years old and I wanted to photograph my favorite band and there's this there's this whole long story there so go back to episode 2 and and listen to that um, episode 2 episode 2 and listen to that because there's the whole fun story behind all that I dare you to move but, on I dare you to move yeah we were meant to live for for more than just listening to episode 16 is that where we're on episode 16? 16 16 baby 16. 16. 16, 16 episodes, man. That's something to celebrate. I mean, it's not a significant number, but it's a lot. Um, it's anyways, I, I, I pushed through a bunch of insecurities and I was able to secure a spot to go photograph this band behind stage. And then the band, and this was like for free. I was doing the, 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 the shoot for free. Were you doing this photo shoot of the battle of the band stuff for free? Like, were you Oh yeah. you were just I, doing in, in it? In my and, mind,
1: I just did it. I was like, I have my camera. I'm starting to learn how to use it this could be fun, but there was like really good stage light. So I was like, sweet.
0: Mm. So you weren't intending to make money. That's interesting because it's the same, that's the same, the, the same for me at the, at the moment. I drove like, I think, I forget, I should Google map it just so I can remember, but I should MapQuest it. I remember MapQuest. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, I drove at least five hours from where I was in Texas to San Antonio to go photograph this concert. The car almost broke down. I was like, I'm gonna make there. I don't care if we have to get towed, like whatever. I got to the concert. It was this amazing euphoric experience to a 19 year old getting to meet like his kind of idols at the time, right? And um, and then I photographed them. And then at the end of the day, they liked the pictures and they offered to pay me 400 bucks so I got paid 400 for my first gig. You got paid 300. So I'm the winner. Just saying. Um, I know. Just yeah. kidding. Just, just just no. But I mean, they they paid me 400 bucks, and this was like through the mail afterwards because they wanted to use the photo on a T-shirt, and then also inside um the like inside cover of uh, one of the next CDs that's up there somewhere. Anyway, so my first paying gig was actually an unexpected victory. Have any of you guys ever had that? Um, you guys can let us know in the comments. Uh, sorry, I haven't been reading the comments last couple of minutes have any of y'all ever had the moment where you photograph something and someone paid you anyways they were applauding you uh i think i forget who who says it maybe dave ramsey says this or something but they're like when people pay you what they're doing is they're applauding you with with dollar bills you know mm. um their money is just simply in, a, in applause for saying thank you for doing a good job you know and so that was cool that both of us had that experience it's funny it's at a concert too um where it set the stage, if you will, for the rest of our photography careers. You know, It showed a light on something that might develop into something else. Yeah, you know I mean? and yeah. If, as long as we focused and looked through the right lens. Yeah, that's funny. So. Well,
1: I mean, the, to draw us even closer, I'm like 90% sure as you told that story. My second page shoot, I was helping out with a youth group. I was like the number two like, freshman in college helping out a youth group, and we went to this like winter festival thing. And my youth pastor happened to know the guy that was running it, like the whole production, 7,000 people, 8,000 people. Mm-hmm. And the guy's name was Mike. Mike looked at me and he said, is that, your, is that one of your guys? And he was like, yeah. And I had just gotten a brand new Canon XTI. It was my first digital camera. And he was yeah. like, all right, come here. And he brought me downstage. and gave me an all-access pass. And he said, hey, you're shooting this for me. And we'll pay you like a couple hundred bucks. I would already paid to go to this conference or the church paid for me to go, but I'm pretty sure that's when I first met little baby. John Steingard was at that. Like I'm like 90% sure if I go back to like 2007 or six and look at those pictures, like I'm pretty sure that was like the first time I ever saw anybody like that. And I had the opportunity to shoot them and that kind of kickstarted again, my whole photography. Yes. That's
0: awesome. John Steingard is a good friend of ours. He was the, uh, the front man for a while on a band called hawk nelson which i've
1: done several shoots for
0: um and then we went to new york and did a, a shoot for google together yeah it's a small uh, world we're just so date.
1: close and we don't even know it like it's yeah it's cool
0: um so that's awesome so your second paid gig was also a concert and uh, or a conference on accident. and it and it was on accident you know so that's interesting um because as i'm thinking about it too my th- the second paid gig that i can remember was my friend Jasper and Jen Rogers? Hopefully, they're okay with me saying their names on, on air. Uh, this What's their address? I'm just <laughs> you know, you know Jasper and Jen. I think Jasper works for the Kitty Fire Department. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so um, funny. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, now we know where so, they live. Uh, okay. Yeah, they live in Kitty North Carolina. <laughs> um, they were uh, they they were getting married, and they were just super sweet. Um, they're you know uh, amazing people in our church. I'm good friends of my parents and everything. This is back when I was 19 years old. I think it was after the switch, but it was after the switch for time. And they wanted me to shoot their wedding. And I don't know if we had ever talked about any money at all. Like I don't, I don't think we had. I'm not sure. Um, but they wanted me to shoot their wedding, and they were like, they were really supportive. So they, they were really encouraging early on. You, you have those people that are like, I want to say fans, but they're, they're like, they're, they're your friends, and they like, they they kind of like really encourage you like a fan. Like oh, a yeah, fan they work, rally behind
1: you. Yeah. yeah, they rally like behind you, you. So yeah, they, they were
0: those friends that were really supportive and like, you should keep on pursuing this and we'll, you should take our wedding photos and all that stuff. And I was like, wow, you trust me to do that? I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do that. But what's interesting, I, was, I read this book by Paul Giro, who's a photography hero of mine and now become a friend of mine. We're like Facebook friends. Paul Giro, he wrote a book called Digital Wedding Photography. And um, whenever we, when we make our wedding photography course, um, we need to follow the format that he talked about in that book because it's so amazing. We should have him on as a guest. Uh, actually, that'd be really awesome. We should have him on as a guest in this podcast. He's he's I awesome. made a note. Uh, re- remind me, Paul Giro. He's amazing. Amazing photographer. He wrote a book called Digital Wedding Photography. I don't know if you can still find it because it was it was so amazing. Of course, some of the like editing techniques would be outdated because they're from 15 years ago or something. But when I read that book, I felt con- because I could do the things that he said in that book. He gave me a mindset and he gave me the things to be able to technically be proficient enough at to not screw it up, not screw up the wedding, technically, from a photography perspective, because it's a lot of pressure to be able to, excuse me, to be able to um, not screw up someone's most important day, you know? So I read that book and I could do what they did. One of his recommendations was to have a uh, flash like this. And I think I learned from that book, I think that book was the book that taught me, point the flash up at the ceiling, bounce it off of a white, a white ceiling if you have it and then what it'll do is it'll produce this nice ambient light that comes back down. And then there's this white card. When you pull this thing up, there's there's this thing which is kind of a diffuser. That thing is worthless. Do you ever use that? I never use that.
1: No, I use sometimes that. I break it off to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. But anyways, you kind of pull that that sucker up and then get it out of the way and then there's this white card. So when you bounce the light cuz the this is the flash, when you bounce the light straight off the ceiling, it will like diffuse off the ceiling and come down and create this nice ambient looking light, even though it's supplemental by definition, because you're adding a flash in, an, you know, in that moment. Um, but it feels pleasant and organic and like ambient lighting because it's bouncing off that and dispersing everywhere. And then this little white card will subtly add a little kick of light into the catchlight. See these these catchlights into my eyes if you're watching live right Beautiful. now? Beautiful. Beautiful catchlights. Um, this will add a little, bit, a little bit of forward flash without it being super harsh, like this. Because this looks horrible. Don't ever shine a flash in someone's face directly. It's Kind of like a flashlight right in their face. Yeah, it's annoying. Like no one, everyone's like, oh, like don't do that. But look, if you never do, this, do that ever. Bounce the main light off the ceiling, and then a little teeny bit of fill light comes forward. Then it just kind of fills in some shadows and can kind of produce a little teeny bit of, of catchlight. Back to the wedding. I read Paul Giro's book. Which was amazing. And I, and I bought a flash. So uh, It was probably a Nikon flash at the time because I had a Nikon D70 at the time. And um, and, I, uh, and I went and I photographed the crap out of their wedding. I poured my heart into it. Okay. Um, and I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't married at the time. Um, I, and I didn't really know what I was doing. Like if I'm honest, I really didn't know what I was doing. But I just tried hard and we got some, In my opinion now, they were like, some okay pictures. Sorry, Jasper and Jen. But at the time, we all thought, like, everyone was like, these are amazing. And as a 19-year-old kid, I'm like, yeah, they are amazing. And then at the end of their wedding, they paid me $200. And I was just like, holy crap, this is amazing, 200 bucks. And... um. And I didn't ask for anything like I I would like $200 was amazing for me at the time. I was like, I'm 19 years old. This is amazing, you know, because I'm thinking working for eight or nine bucks an hour, um, like in other places at the time. So and, you know, to get 10 bucks an hour was like a good wage. We're talking 16, 17 years ago. Um, and so to get 200 bucks for three or four hours of shooting was like awesome. I was like, this is incredible. It's like 50 or 60 bucks an hour at that point. You know and um, and so that was, and so basically, my second gig was actually um uh, getting unexpected. I was kind of volunteering, if you will, to photograph Switch foot and then I got paid for that, and I was volunteering to photograph my friend's wedding, who I cared about deeply, and then they paid me money, and I was like, "Wow, sweet, this is incredible. And I remember thinking, man, if I could make two hundred bucks a weekend, like shooting weddings for a few hours, that's like way better than. Uh, no offense to my dad, but sweating, busing tables are sweating in my dad's cabinet shop for at the time, eight, nine, 10 bucks an hour whatever it was. Um, and so I remember thinking like, man, this photography thing, like if you booked enough gigs, like this could be a great living. And what if you could raise your prices above 200? What if you, you know, we're talking about 16 years ago, 17 years ago. Um, we're talking about what if I could raise your prices to shoot 500 bucks a wedding at the time? I'm like, that'd be amazing because you know, if I worked all week at 10 bucks an hour, uh, then I would make four hundred dollars a week. And if I could get paid five hundred dollars for shooting one wedding on the weekend, that's two grand a month. That's a that at the time now, my perspective is a little different now, but at the time I was thinking, dang, that's like twenty four k a year. that's that's like a full time living for a twenty year old kid. like that's amazing. so anyways, um, that was my that was my second full time gig.
1: What Dude, you that's awesome. Okay. no, I mean, that's it's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's funny because. I want to spin off, too, but I want to say that um, we have the, a thing called the Essential Gear Guide, which we can get Crystal to share somewhere. There's a link to that. Basically, what I'm saying is for 600 bucks, once you learn how to see, shoot, and edit like a photographer, it is really easy to make money with photography, like big money. Like You can come up with your... Initial investment, no other business in the world can you like have 600 bucks and make 600 bucks your first day. Like it's, you know, imagine if like, I mean, you buy a vinyl machine to make stickers. That's 200 bucks, but it takes you like 30 jobs to make up that sticker machine that you bought. Photography, because of the art nature of it and the capturing moments forever part of it, you're, it's really easy. Even if you were like severely cheap Like on the cost end, it's really easy for you to make your money up. Let's say you buy six hundred dollars worth of camera gear, and you shoot three weddings for two hundred bucks. That people will do that. Like people pay me four grand, five grand to shoot a wedding. People will pay you, you know, two hundred dollars to shoot their whole wedding. I promise. There's people out there like that. But I want to let you know. Like thinking about David's second story, um, my my friend who I play music with, and I make no money doing it with her. Um, (laughs) Rachel, who I love, I shot, I happened to have my camera and I shot at her wedding 13, 14 years ago. And like, to this day, she's like, like, thank God you were there because you got some of our best pictures from our wedding day. And I didn't know what I was doing. She had entrusted another photographer and paid her, but like, she was happy with my work. And then I shot her sister's wedding like four months later with a guy that I was trying to learn from and like have this mentorship with. And, again, they were like, God, Rich, thank God you were there Um, because you, like, you got a lot of moments that were missed from our regular photographer because I was already starting to see, like, a photographer. And I I really want you to take that in. Like, the value from learning from somebody is almost invaluable. Mm -hmm. Like, learning from somebody's mistakes, learning from somebody's technique, learning from somebody else's point of view is incredible. When you're trying to see and act and be a photographer, because once you say, I'm a photographer, you're a photographer, and that's when this like magical thing happens to where you can turn it into something fun, where you're taking better pictures of your kids, your grandkids, or mm-hmm. you're making a lot of extra money on the weekend, or you're making a full time salary, like which I did for over ten years and David did for like over fifteen years. So it's it's a really powerful thing. And if you're listening to this, you're at least interested in photography. And that's why, that's like one reason why like, so. I, I love what I do so much within the photo mentorship that we just gave away to Teresa. Because I'm like, not hand-holding in a bad way. Like, I'm helping all these photographers up step-by-step to like slowly and on their level get this thing called photography that's not complicated once you look at it correctly. Hmm. Like a jigsaw puzzle that's a million pieces looks complicated. But once you start putting each piece together and you get halfway done, it's not that bad. You just have to learn how to see right. how to put that puzzle together, and it's great. So learn as much as you can. That's like a big thing I can say. Yes, it was great making money when I shouldn't have been able to, but don't be afraid to just shoot to learn and shoot to help. And you know, don't be afraid to shoot for less because, I mean, David, would you shoot a band right now for 200 bucks?
0: depends on the band probably not <laughs> the money switch, the but... money would, yeah, yeah the money wouldn't be the enticing thing at the, at this point or not the 200 bucks right but at the time that was life changing to me you know yeah. um so it, it really just depends but the other thing is i you know my first wedding that i actually negotiated to to shoot you know like that was actually supposed to be a paying gig um was 500 bucks and it was a uh, uh i probably a year probably a year or so later after that other one and well lo- anyways long story short um because cause that first wedding of jasper and jen like they just blessed me and surprised me with paying me 200 bucks and, and you know and and i just was thrilled like actually absolutely thrilled because i was volunteering because they were good friends of ours and um, and the next wedding was a, another friend of mine, but we had actually negotiated for 500 bucks, which is two and a half times what I had made prior. And I was beyond thrilled to make 500 bucks a wedding. But context: that was I was 21, I was 14, 15 years ago. And then the last weddings that I was shooting were starting around 15 grand, you know. Uh, but that's because per minute. we had developed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 15 grand per minute. Um, That's because we had developed, uh, you know, developed a style. We had developed the brand and we had, you know, really focused on, um, you know, on really establishing ourselves and, you know, making it about the experience of being photographed by David and Tammy Molnar, you know, and so it's so important to like, you know, getting your first gigs is like huge. It's a monumental moment. You have to go through so many things and so many stepping stones just to get to the point where you can do your first paid gig. Right. You've got to learn how to master your camera. You've got to learn how to shoot this camera uh, in manual mode. OK, you've got to get a flash and you've got to learn some. If you're talking about wedding specifically, you need to be do not shoot a wedding if you don't have a flash and you don't want to use it. Get a flash. Learn how to manually control it. Control it. Rich has a course coming out very soon in the fundamentalship. Maybe aim this at the ceiling. Maybe no, <laughs> it's coming out. Um, and you uh, like, and you need to learn to be proficient. So there's like some barriers to entry just to get to that point of shooting your first gigs to get paid 200, 500 bucks, whatever the you know um, prices now for starting wedding, right? But um, but then beyond that, then it's about developing a brand, building a portfolio and establishing yourself as, as really a professional photography, a professional business that people can look up to and respect and want and aspire to hire you to photograph their weddings, if weddings is the example that we're gonna run with here. okay? So building a brand is so important, so crucial, and it's when you build a brand that's reputable, that's how you start charging higher end prices. So when you ask me the question, would you still shoot a band for 200 bucks? no if it was friends of mine or something then maybe i'd do it for free or something but that's because i've built a brand and you know i have bands paying me tens of thousands of dollars to shoot album covers and all sorts of things so it's different it's a different phase of life but building a brand and getting established and building a reputation a good reputation and um you know and and raising your prices incrementally over time and building that trust is so huge and so valuable and i think that's what we need to be talking about next week on the podcast what do you think, Rich?
1: I agree, forward always, always forward.
0: Yep. Awesome. Hey Rich, someone asked this question earlier. Um,
1: you were talking about the short bus, you know, I just got to answer this question for everyone. Did you steal the short bus? No. I bought okay. this short bus. But it was awesome. It's the one to this day, it's the coolest vehicle I've ever owned.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I used yeah, to take like okay. 12 kids to school in it. Like that's how awesome it was. Like I felt like for like six months of my like high school junior career, I would pick up people. I'd open the door. My air conditioning was a fan. I flipped off, I flipped the switch, and a fan on the back turned on, and a fan on the front turned on. It was the most I, – legally, I couldn't have the word school bus on it, so I crudely sprained it over the word school, and I had to rip the stop sign off because I couldn't have the stop sign open when I stopped. So like when I stopped, just like this little metal arm would open up, it was hilarious. So hopefully you're not standing there. Yeah. Um
0: my friend Ben Sumners, he's a little older than me, so you may not do you know who Ben Sumners is? I don't think he so. would he he would uh it's so funny. He had this like this uh Volkswagen, maybe it was a Jetta, I forget. Um and he he could turn, you know, like the windshield wipers that like, you know, uh, the wiper fluid just like oh, yeah. turn and, it and out. stuff like that. He would turn it out. And so when he'd drive by people in the school parking lot, he'd just <laughs> doot. It's and like get squirt oh, like, yeah. like right in the face! And, oh man, riding, riding with. Ben Do you remember Zolling Artie Tillett? A lot of fun. No,
1: Artie Tillett, the principal. He was my, he my principal in high school. Artie. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Artie Artie it uh, would like because I, I could park my bus like because we got like assigned numbers. Like I was number forty-seven in the manual High School parking lot. I could, and when I backed into my space, my tires like just fit in. And for like mm-hmm. the first three days, I drove it. They would like, come out there with a tape measure. To make sure like, I nailed parking and wasn't like breaking any rules. But yeah, oh, man, some, I have some great memories of just being an idiot in high school. I do remember Artie Tillett, um, if, if that's the right guy. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, actually yeah. really nice. He's, um, and he, but he was like, I remember the first day I had it and I was at school and I, I like got out of class early to like make sure I was okay and the thing actually started. Because going with the wind, I could do the speed limit. Going against the wind, I could only do about 40 miles an hour. So if I, <laughs> if I got a really bad headwind, I couldn't even make the speed uh, but uh, I bought that thing for 900 bucks and sold it for like two grand. So as a kid, I did great on return on investment. Wow. That's incredible. Inflation, right? But yeah, he um, got, well, I, I, thought he was, I thought he was going to be mad at me and he was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. So Artie's the man.
0: Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. He, he was, if, if he's who I'm remembering, um, I think we just called him Mr. Tillett. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. That I was Mr. Tillett. Yeah. 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 yeah Mr. Tillett. The, the principal. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't on a first name basis like you are with everyone. Well, um, when you get in trouble a lot. Hey, we're going <laughs> to we're going to give away this godox speedlight not speedlight sorry strobe from uh from h it's 109 bucks. we're going to give that away right now in just a second to one of the you guys like the who shared about this podcast cuz we give away stuff all the time you know uh we give away stuff all the time so what i need is i need um
1: oh i got you i lost you for a second
0: Okay, sweet. There we go. Um, I, I need smiling. to get... Do, do, we have a, um, do we have a winner for this? We, uh, we, I keep on calling it Speedlight, but... It's bigger than a Speedlight, but yes. It's bigger than a Speedlight. It's called a strobe. The, what's the difference between a Speedlight like this and a Studio Strobe? Um, more power. A lot more power. Mm-hmm. A lot more power? Do you know what the watt-seconds for like, something like a Yongnuo or Godox or a um You would ask me that. EXs? I don't, well, I'm just wondering, I don't don't actually know. Uh, I'm sure we can Google that, or someone can Google that for us. But for instance, like this Einstein speed, like you can't see it, but it's off, off the screen over here. Between 60 and
1: 110.
0: Okay, gotcha, well this one is 640 watt seconds, which is how powerful it is. And so it's a lot more powerful. A lot more powerful so the one that we're actually giving away is is it three, is 300 the actual um wattage yeah the 300 watt, watt seconds. seconds so that that's pretty watt powerful watt i
1: mean i like you can use that for any indoor shoot you need like that's oh it's great that, that kicks oh, a lot of light
0: it's absolutely perfect for like indoor studio shooting the only difference would be is like if you're outside in the middle of the day and you're trying to make your strobe as powerful as the sun they need to have a uh, like you know a higher watt second light like this, but that's that's a really kind of rare scenario. So this light that we're giving away is like perfect for that. And so remember, um, on Thursday, like which day is it? On, on Thursday, we're going to be doing a live training webinar. So if you guys show up to that, you have a chance to win our studio lighting kit. That. Um, that we're going to be giving away. Here's the, here's the studio lighting kit that we're going to actually be giving away right here. It's going to come with two lights, two softboxes, a bag, and a uh, transmitter receiver kit. So we're going to be giving that away to one of you guys on that free training webinar on Thursday. And if you would like to register for that, I'm going to post a link um, post right a now. Link. Um, webinar registration. There we go. Okay. Here's the webinar registration link right here. It's a really pretty link. Um, kidding. Um, but anyway, that's tell. the link. I, I didn't we're, see it, gonna... I
1: could tell by the way you said it. i cool. <laughs> like, ah, yeah.
0: I like links to be pretty. Um, Charlie's saying she signed up for sure, that's awesome. Okay, So we're gonna be giving away that whole kit on Thursday for one of you guys who show up live to that webinar. But today, we're gonna be giving away, um, we're gonna be giving away this one, this single strobe, right now on this podcast. Because we give stuff away, all the time. Um. So I'm really excited about that. Well, hey, Rich, would you like to? Would you like to? Um. Announce the winner of this.
1: Yeah, bra. Anytime.
0: Sweet. There's no problem. Yeah. You know, I, said,
1: like, uh, I was like, bra. What up, bra? Like, bro. What up, bra? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Can you tell me more? Tell me more. Um. Bra? uh the winner how's your, wife doing? How's, your th- wife doing how's tammy oh tammy is doing great you know she's doing great thanks for asking Pra. uh <laughs> the winner is tammy Pra. tammy 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 you have won that's why we're saying that's tammy. why we're saying your name My we're dumb wife's name. we can't help it and yeah. pra, like hey bra, but pra, ver- improv you know. improv it, we're yeah we're improv <laughs> but, but, but pra, improvisation but, Pro Prober- improvisation. There we go. That, that's what we're talking about. So, hey, it's Tandy, probably, pro- this podcast you, is probably over. Pro. <laughs> you have won this Godox, 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 I don't know. Maybe they can tell me how to pronounce it. 300-watt-second Um, It's really awesome. It's really great. And if you guys register at that link that I had posted before, here's that link again. Uh, Linda's calling us dorks. So I don't know why she's calling us dorks. So
1: Ouch, Linda. Harsh.
0: Yeah, come on, Linda. Come on. Um, if you register... For the webinar, and you show up live, then you could win this lighting kit, which is really amazing. Um, So, go do it. And if you're
1: in TPM, the photo mentorship, me and Emily are going live tomorrow. You can win something there, and you can learn how to edit like a freaking – she's a stupid rock star. When I watch her edit, I'm just like, I quit. I'm never going to edit a photo again.
0: She's so good.
1: And then Wednesday, they can learn from you and Brandon with Wedding Boot Camp Week 2. We're going to give away something then. Thursday, yep. we're giving away this strobe set kit. Friday, mm-hmm. Tech Talk with Rich, uh, we're giving something away. So literally, if you're in the photo mentorship, you, you have could see us four live more every chances. Day. Yeah, and win something for free.
0: Yeah, because we give stuff away every single day because giveaways are the, are the most. So Sarah Reed is saying she's crazy amazing, um, as, as in Emily is, is amazing at editing. Um, yeah, I'm, a ma- Linda I'm a man. Kane is saying she loves. What's that? Yeah, exactly. You are, a man. Um, so awesome. Well, Hey, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the, your photography mentor podcast. You guys are amazing. Um, if y'all haven't make sure you register for that web class, there's a link right there. Um, if you would like to join the photo mentorship, check out the photo cause you can get unlimited access to all of our courses. Um, and you can stream them at your own pace and you can get unlimited questions answered. And all those other events that we we're talking about are exclusively inside the photo mentorship. So if you want to go to the edit with Emily, uh, live, that's tomorrow inside the Facebook group for the photo mentorship. If you're not a member, you can't attend. Evening. Wednesday is the wedding photography boot camp week two with me and Brandon, Brandon. not Rich. Sorry. Brandon, um, that's that's live that. on Wednesday in exclusively inside the photo mentorship Facebook group. And then Thursday is a webinar that's open to the public. And Friday is Tech Talk with Rich which is exclusively for TPM students. That means we're going live three times this week, exclusively for TPM students. TPM stands for the photo mentorship. And you can check that out at thephotomentorship.com and get unlimited access to all of our courses, stream all of our courses. And um, so you can stream access to all of our courses and you can get unlimited questions answered by experts. You can click this ask, ask an expert button and you can ask questions right here. And um, and all sorts of all sorts of stuff. So you can get access to all of these courses here. Hey, if you want to check, they naturally pose your subjects like a pro course, the lightroom classic course, any of these things. Check them all out at thephotomentorship.com. You guys are amazing. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Guess what? What? I love
1: you. You too.
0: Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you'd like us to talk about. Email us at hello at
1: davidmolnar.com. This podcast is brought to you by thephotomentorship.com.